0: You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening with Nick Kunza from Sandman Private Wealth. Last night, the market was fiddling around for a couple of hours, In the S&P that is, the New York market and whatever mm. other index you were looking at internationally. And then suddenly, I looked at my screen and the S&P was down 2.4%. What, ha- what happened there? Was it just a, a well, stark it- realisation?
1: Lindsay morning. No, I think I, I I believe it was a bit maybe a little bit of reality setting in. You know, we 47 days in here in South Africa. 50 odd in, in London and, and it looks like the US some states nowhere close to opening. And I think a bit of reality sort of coming in that this is this is going to be with us for a while. I mean, you've been lamenting about it for ages on the show. You know, this is not going to go away in a day. Um and then of course I think maybe the catalyst yesterday we had um We had uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who's uh, the member of the White House Coronavirus Task Force, I believe is his official title,
0: um,
1: coming out yesterday and saying, uh, you know, that you can't have states reopening too soon. It's going to lead to a massive uptick. I mean, it only has to point to what's happening in, in, in South Korea and, and even some places in China now. One's back on the front foot again. Um, so that was a catalyst. And then um, a, a sobering sort of interview, I think it was on Bloomberg TV or one of those channels with um, uh, Mr. Stanley Drickermiller, who George Soros' is a former partner, one of the more respected managers in a track record, which I think will never be beat. I think it's like. Turn per year for two decades yeah. coming out and I, and I quote what he said he said the, those um, sort of market participants or, or, or sort of uh, investors looking for a V-shaped recovery are delusional was, was the word he used so I, I think he threw it onto the pot Lindsay and uh, that all hit the wires an hour or two to some investors just thought sure maybe it's time to just take some money off the table. NASDAQ <laughs> mm. was up um, on the year, year to date you know
0: mm. Yeah, well, I can understand that because it's skewed towards certain companies mm. which are benefiting from the lockdown, from self-isolation. But if they start to pop, then then, then we're in trouble. Let's have a look mm. at the spot prices.
1: Well, uh, interesting, yeah, you men- interesting you mentioned that, Lindsay, is, is if you looked at where the big push has been recently, as you said, the usual, the Fang shares, and, and certainly some of the other stocks, I guess, that would uh, benefit from reopening, they all were rolling over. So we had Bank of America, Citigroup, JP Morgan, Wells Fargo, they were down over 3%. Uh, we had Disney, because they've been one of the first to reopen and talk about reopening, and they, obviously the online streaming's been good. They were almost 3% lower last night. And the market darlings, you know, the Facebook, Amazon, Apple, all down over a percent yesterday too. So I thought, for personally, that was quite a – the first time that we've seen a little bit of broad-based selling of, of the market darlings and and uh, I think it ties in with, with the theme that, that you've been pushing as well that maybe we're just getting a bit of a rollover here uh, for now
0: Mm. Okay, well, the rand is rolling over a little bit this morning. Dollar rand is 18.50. British pound against the rand is 22.68. Euro rand has popped above 20 again. It's 20.04. Uh, The euro dollar is 108.35, a slightly stronger euro, very, very slightly. Uh, Dow Jones last night was down 1.9%. S&P was down just over 2%. NASDAQ was down just over 2% as well. What have we got in the Far East this morning? Shanghai up a quarter of a percent. Tokyo down 0.5, Hang Sang is flat, and in Australia, the all-share in Sydney is 0.3% up, or was 0.3% up on the close. The gold price is barely changed. In fact, it's exactly unchanged at $1,703 an ounce. The uh, platinum price is also unchanged, seven sixty two. Where's Palladium, please, Nick?
1: Uh, That'll be unchanged as well. Uh, Currently $1,865 an ounce.
0: Mm. And the futures this morning, S&P futures, they were down about 0.7% in the early hours and now they've rallied back. But um, is there some data we're looking for? Is there some speech we're looking for today that means that all the precious metals and uh, other markets, the international indices, international futures, are relatively quiet? What are we looking at today? What's in the diary?
1: So, the diary is fairly thin. We did have 8 o'clock this morning. The big market sort of uh, data point this morning was UK GDP. They were released at mm. 8 o'clock. Um, I don't think they were too bad at first glance. The market was looking for a drop of 2%. They came in at one6 Uh, In context, it's still the lowest growth since the 2008 financial crisis, but I don't think there's any surprises there. Uh, We have some Eurozone industrial production numbers out later. Um, But the big data was, too, there's actually some uh, Cisco Siskins is reporting uh, this afternoon. That also could be quite interesting. And, of course, don't forget for South African investors after Hong Kong closes around lunchtime we have the eagerly way to $0.10, cent, which has been a massive driver. Is that today? Uh, of our, mm. That is today. I mean, if you strip out NUSPAS and process out of our index, I think we're down quite a bit. So that is a big one for for local SA watchers. And then this afternoon also, I think potential market mover for me is, uh, is uh, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell. He's speaking on what he calls the current economic issues. And that is a webcast this afternoon. And I think one of the sort of subjects that's been highlighted is to discuss negative interest rates. Uh, the Federal Reserve has been very adamant that uh, the negative interest rates are very unlikely and they do not help the U.S. economy. But the market is wagging the tails, wagging the dog at the moment because four months out uh, – Fed funds implied futures rate are currently negative. So I think there's a couple couple on the horizon which could be busy from 12 o'clock onwards. But yeah, uh, Jerome Powell this off. I think mean, that could be a big one.
0: Okay, good. Uh, the final spot price to look at this morning is crude oil. Uh, WTI is down 1.5% to 25.39 and Brent crude oil is down two and three quarters percent to $29.16 per barrel. S&P futures are now positive since we've been speaking. They've gone positive to 2853 which is just slightly in the green. Um, what about on the local market? Stock Exchange News Service. Anything out this morning that you covered in your morning meeting? Uh,
1: no, quite frankly, we just gave feedback from Pick and Pay yesterday, uh, but it was quite thin on the on the news front. Um, yeah, a few people talking about the bonds. There's been a huge demand for South African bonds yesterday. There was an auction at lunchtime, uh, I think 11 o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> Big demand from foreigners. Uh, you know, still. Once again illustrating that carry trade, you know, the RAND with interest rates where they are. Um, but no, on a, on a stock-specific, Lindsay, I'm afraid a cupboard is a little bit bare today.
0: Yeah, Transaction Capital, it's an interesting company. They came out with mm. their interims this morning for the half-year, ended 31st of March. The share price on my screen is untraded or at least unchanged. Was there anything of interest there? It's a good, yes, good company. actually,
1: sorry, sorry, was mentioned. We didn't have a chance to sort of uh, dissect all results. But <clears throat> the comment from the investment team was, to watch this particular one because it's the first financial company in South Africa to report during a period from lockdown. Mm. Um, but it seems to be quite well liked that company. Um, you know, definitely doing a lot of good things. It's taxi financing, and they've been. But uh, the concern was, as I say, just feedback from the research team is that the stock has run pretty hard. It's been quite a big outperformer, but I think quite good nevertheless.
0: Okay, uh, top five major moves to the upside uh, this morning on my screen. Anyway, uh, RCL up four and a quarter percent. What's IAPF? Something property fund? In the Investec property fund, it's changed its code or something, no? Uh, Well, we'll find out. Anyway.
1: Uh, I've got a uh, mm, IAPF. I've got Adcock Ingram. Um, It looks like a future Adcock Ingram.
0: Oh, Okay. Doesn't look like it to me. But anyway, uh, ComplyNor <laughs> is up nearly 1%. Telcom is up 0.8%. And uh, Process is a half a percent winner. Looks really, really quiet out there. On the downside, though, not quiet at all. Um, TFG, this isn't an ex-dev story, is it? Or is it, it's just general malaise there? Seven and three quarters no, percent down. Can
1: I, can hmm. I enlighten uh, you and the listeners what hmm. that is? Because yeah. I also got caught a little bit off guard. That is apparently uh, late last night. We had uh, the MSCI updating their semi-annual, so once every six months, emerging market uh, reweighting of the index.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and that broke late last night. And uh, I guess, uh, I mean, this kind of sums up SA, doesn't it? Not exactly a popular destination because it was one-way traffic. We just had uh, deletions from the index from South Africa. There were no additions. Mm. And I'll run through them, which will probably you'll find on the lag board. Uh, Telcom, been booted. Yeah. Uh, LBH, INL, Fortress A's redefine, and then uh, Foschini's uh, being Oof. exited out. So mm. that is probably why you're seeing that.
0: Ah, it's definitely why we're seeing it. Seven and three quarters percent mm. down for Foschini TFG redefine, six point eight percent weaker. Resilient okay, so down we six and a third percent. Nedcore down six percent. So still Stillwater down six percent as well. Nedcore been so volatile recently.
1: Very volatile. And then we you know, we spoke yesterday, David, about these banks. Difficult to get our head around it. Um, but uh, I just don't, once again, don't see any reason to, to dive into the SA banks just yet. So you know, We know we're close to even unlocking the SA economy at the moment.
0: Mm. Okay, so it's a quiet morning. What are the indices doing mm. after 48 minutes of trading?
1: Okay, well, yeah, a bit disappointing that all share is back under. 50,000, quite significantly under 50,000 now, 838 to be exact, Uh, 49,480 or down 1.67% on the JSU All Share. On this tradable top 40, that is weaker by 1.59%, 736 points. And I'm afraid to say, I'm looking on my screen, there is nothing in the green. There are no indexes up. We're all down today. Technology, the, the best of the bad. lot uh, down a quarter percent. Basic materials down 1.14%. Industrial index down 25 Financials, as we said, the bank's having a tough day. It's financial index down 2.68%. Energy shares led by the likes of Sassel, that is weaker by 0.375%, and the utility index, the biggest lag, are down 4.14%. Very
0: good. Nick, thanks so much for your time. That's Nick Kunza from Sandland Private Wealth, and that was the quiet opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or